Welcome to Failure with me, Kenya Lan. My guest today is Kwame Caldwell, aka Swam, musician, uh, just man about town, I want to say, my Virgo brother. Um, it's season. I feel like we have to shake hands on <laughs> it. You know what I mean? My what? Virgo brother. Hello. Season. Virgo season. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Failure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. I've been wanting this for a while. I know, right? I know. And it's like, I feel like it's also like, well, one, there's a lot of different things at play. It's Virgo season, like we've said. Tis. We're going to say that a lot today, I feel like. Um, but it's Virgo season. It's also, there's a full moon tonight. So, like. I was born under a full moon. Were you really? Yeah, no bullshit. Were you really? Oh, my birthday set September 1st. So, this full moon rolls around, and it's me. And it's you. It's, okay. It's for me. Is this my moon? <laughs> That's your moon. Well, it is a full moon in Pisces. So, and I do know part of your birth chart See? because we do know each other pretty well. Pretty but, well, uh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pretty well. We've got a lot of. Um, well, we're both Virgos. We're also Virgo double water signs. <laughs> Just real sad. Pisces, you're a Pisces rising yeah. and a Pisces moon. All the and feels. It's the Pi- the moon is in Pisces. All the fools. You're gonna be yeah electrified or crying. I don't know. Something's gonna happen. I almost cried yesterday. Because why? I was pressed. About what? There's a lot of shit going on, man. It was like a lot of moving things, and I was just stressed about it. Like for work. Yeah, it was like work, and then also like I had an accident in my car, so I'm like on the phone with you know, claims, adjusters, and all that shit, and I'm moving. Right. So yeah, you've got a lot. Of things it's just there. a lot of shit going on, and mm-hmm. I was like, this is too much. And I was working a double yesterday too, so I didn't really have a chance yeah. to breathe. I was like going from one job to the other. Yeah. And I was like, this shit is. Yeah, you not work the way. a lot. I do work a lot. But I feel like that's also, and not to discredit you, I feel like that's also just our generation of people. It's like everyone's oh, working. Oh, yeah, man. If you don't constantly. have three jobs, I don't know how you... If you don't have three jobs, you're rich. That's pretty much it. It's pretty. Much, there's no delineation life, between real. the two. If you don't have three jobs, you're basically or, a three millionaire. Three jobs, three hustles. It's like the rule of three with that, right. at least. Yeah, there's, yeah. At least you got three. I got one, and then... Damn, you gotta turn up. I know, I know. I got to get more. I remember I told someone like a while back, I was like, you always have to have two jobs going at the same time, no matter what. And then I don't live by that anymore. So it's fine. It's also, it's, I freelance too. So it's like, so it's like having multiple jobs is kind of part of the gig, part of like the whole realm of freelancing. Right. But no, yeah. Like I said, you're a man about town. Jack of all trades. It gets sticky. It gets sticky. 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 Um, well, on that note, uh, let's. Well, okay. So from there, okay. I also want to note this is the first time like really drinking, drinking on the podcast. We'll do it. I was like, Christine, don't get the alcohol in the shot. Yeah, and then I was like, here there. we go. Let them um, know how we come. Yes, here we are. Mm. No, on that note, it's not um, ASMR show. It becomes one every time. <laughs> every episode is an AMR, ASMR episode. But no, uh, no, failure is a podcast about process. It's about just like 
how we get to, I mean, just life in general, just like how things sort of move in the world. And yeah. it's, I don't know, I don't want to say marred with it because that sounds depressing, but marred also, is a good word, though. thank you. I got a, I got a nice. $150 vocabulary. <laughs> um, but no, so with that and kind of getting into all this, you also currently have an album that just came out. I do. Um, that's another part of the reason why we're sitting down and talking burr, burr, today. Burr, burr. The mascot is not on the team. You got it's the not. jacket. It's on my back. It's on the back. Yeah, the mascot's on the back. Um, but yeah, the mascot's not on the team. I was listening to um, Prant. Yeah. Was that when did that come out? Prant came out in 2021. Um, around kind of around now, like late August, early September. Mm-hmm. That was like my first project as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was in a band. Um, the print was a lot shorter, a lot less time went into it. Mm-hmm. I think print, the failures of print taught me what to do with this project. Wait, what were the failures of print? Um, cause it's really good. I was listening to Dan. It was like, it's really good. I think it wasn't, it wasn't really cohesive. <clears throat> I don't think it was a, for me, it wasn't a complete thought. It was kind of like songs that I thought were cool thrown together, mm-hmm. which, which can be great, but it's not, I don't think that's the type of artist that I want to be. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of upset with that. I was up with the coverage of it, just like I felt like more people should hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm always gonna feel like that. Mm-hmm. But failure is a strong word for it because I do think originally that the job was was like let people know that I'm making music as a solo artist, like mm-hmm. that, like that was the goal. But is it felt like a failure just because it taught me so many things that I did not know about music and music and like the publishing and like the actual business side Mm -hmm. of the music business Mm -hmm. um it's not for the faint of heart no yeah and just the work and money money that goes into being like a a independent artist and how hard that you have to work to fund that if you don't have help you know Mm -hmm. what i mean also it taught me i did i did it alone i thought that's what i wanted to do after coming out of a band i want to produce all the songs be the only vocalist and tell me how much like how valuable help is and how valuable it is to um to delegate and have other people do things that you're more than capable of doing but mm-hmm. are you know better in other people's hands mm-hmm. yeah you can't do everything i feel like i've gone through that moment too in the last like couple of years in your face i wish i could i feel like i mean yeah i, I guess there's some people that kind of there's nobody that just does it all on their own there's no yeah. way no. I mean, hell, look at Elon Musk and Twitter. He was like, I don't need half the staff. And then it's like, it's all falling apart. But um, You mean X? Yes, I'm sorry, <laughs> X. It's crazy that the emails pop up and it's like X, formerly Twitter. And it's like, can you just, just don't tell me anything. Not just rocking with keep it. this away from Not me. Not rocking with it. Um, no, but I get that in terms of like, yeah, you do need to sort of like, you need other people. Yeah. Just yeah, I think just in life in general, yeah. going alone is like you can do it, but it's definitely going to be harder, and it's not going to be as fun. That's for sure. But I get yeah. that, like wanting to like establish yourself as like, hey, I'm this is me, this is my sound, this is who I am, this is the point of view that I'm trying to get across, and so it does feel like you have to have this sort of like hard stance of like this is who I am. Yeah, no one else is, you know, involved. But I think yeah. it's the way the band ended too. I think made me want to do it alone it was a bad ending it wasn't necessarily a bad ending like I still live with one of the, the members of the band like mm-hmm. we're all friends mm-hmm. <laughs> not the, to the same extent we were before mm-hmm. but we're all still friends we're all still family really mm-hmm. um, but yeah it was like when you're in a band like doubt starts to creep 
um, are you holding your weight? Are you, right. you know, like if someone's a better musician than you, like, oh, they would do better if they weren't with me type shit. Mm-hmm. So I can curse, right? Yeah. Sick. Um, <laughs> like they would do better if they weren't with me. So it's kind of like, I'm you like, know this what? This is a Christian I, podcast. Keep it PG. <laughs> <laughs> I would, that's why I'm so hot. <laughs> Yeah. Burn it alive. Right, yeah, yeah. They were like, get him out the seat. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was, I was like a lot of doubt about just me creating and me being an artist. Mm-hmm. It's like, can I do this alone? Am I interesting enough? Am I do? Right. Am I, do I work hard enough? Do I really want it? Mm-hmm. Because with a band, it's like some things get, like the weight gets split. So mm-hmm. you kind of just got to do your thing and be cool. But when, when you kind of look into the other side of it, the business side, and like, you know, some people don't want to do that. Some people just want to like make music. Some people actually need to get paid and, mm-hmm. and like those issues come up in bands. So, mm-hmm. so it was, it was like a, it was a prove, it was like a prove yourself thing mm-hmm. to myself, really. Mm-hmm. Like, can you do this? Can you make hot shit without like your very talented friends? Right. Can you also just trust your gut and like trust yourself? Yeah. That's a crazy thing. Is trying to trust yourself and that you're like on the right track and like is this is this i don't know i was about to say is this funny because you know where i'm coming from but like right, right is this is this, is this good is this right I, yeah am i crazy i feel like i feel crazy like probably once every like two months i know yeah. i'll like wake up and like it's more i get like a chase often. alert if i get like a chase it's always around money i'll get like a chase <laughs> alert and i'm like dude why do i spend money on art when i could like <laughs> right no <laughs> i could be stable right but i I'm, could i could totally be stable. i'm doing this yeah but i spend my money on you know expensive varsity jackets custom varsity jackets but custom varsity jackets <laughs> that look really good it looks great it looks sick it I'm, came out so amazing it did come out well uh kenya knew that i was like working on this and i was stressed about paying for it because it's expensive shouts to huck in atlanta he made it mm-hmm. he's a brilliant brilliant person mm-hmm. brilliant artist very quick too which was sick but mm-hmm. um yeah you just, you just spend Huck money in atlanta on. quick brilliant and quick noted <laughs> double quick <laughs> double quick which is what you want when you're paying a lot of money <laughs> like how, right get this to me i need it now i needed it yesterday yeah i can't wait to say that to somebody i needed this yesterday oh actually i hope i never have to say that to anybody that i hope i hope that i hope when you awful. say it to somebody trying to be like slick and busy they'll be like what, the what? Fuck does that i mean? know <laughs> i feel like actually no i feel like i've had a couple of those moments recently where i've tried to sound like it's also like trying to sound like you know what the fuck you're talking about especially when you as you were talking about like the business side of all of this and trying to represent yourself in the business side of all this so people don't feel like they can immediately sort of like and not i don't want to say take advantage but like there are people that are making money off of what you're putting forth right whether it's a show or whatever the thing is if you're you know not right and so trying to I was <laughs> trying to look like I know what I'm you know what I mean yeah. I know what I'm talking about I don't yeah. I know I know the deal not is. to seem naive right back end front end percentages <laughs> like <laughs> you're like googling things as they're talking right right <laughs> no yeah I mean it's um yeah the business side is crazy and the business side I feel like is what ends up making me feel more uh insecure than anything because it's like okay is this paying off does that make sense yeah well yes like when you start actually it's like you know, once I you start do? moving away from phil and you start being like you know critical and you you keep a you, you know like some people have accountants and when you start keeping track of your books and you realize you know, know. the money coming in and the money coming out you're like why do i well right i had spend a comic so much on this. tell me like probably a year ago at this point maybe a year and a, almost two 
like, yeah, I was tracking like how much money I made the first year, how much money I made the second year. I was like, I've never done that yet. I've yet. I was like, oh, I'll start. And I've yet to start really tracking. Like, I feel like once you start in art, that thought it would be the it should be the furthest thing from your mind. Mm-hmm. But then when you make the commitment to like, no, I want to do this professionally, and mm-hmm. I want this to 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 fund the rest of my life, to fund my lifestyle. Right. Then it's like. Then it's like, oh, you gotta, you have to. Right. You have to. Maybe I should. You gotta reel it in somewhere. Well, right. And then it's like, maybe I should have taken an accounting class. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe I should have. Like all the different classes I filled out of, or was like, I have no interest in. I'm like, well, they sound. This is why I also want to make the case for people going to college not when they're 18. You should be going to college now when you're gonna be. Yeah. If you went to college, I think everybody should go to college at 25. If you went to college from twenty twenty seven, I would say twenty seven. I feel like you should have, you should be young and dumb for some of it, because you want to, you don't want it to yeah. just be all fucking business and no fun. Like college well, should be fun. Yes, I think that's an important part of it. You got to do something fucked up when I realize like I will never. Yeah, do this but again. wouldn't it be more fun to do something crazy when you're like this age now and you know yourself a bit better? No, I do. I don't want to go through college with heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my body to. I don't want my body. I want to. I want to like do drugs and wake up and be like I'm fine. <laughs> imagine have. Imagine you have to go to a ranger to have a hangover and be like, no, I'm not gonna go listen right. to this man. Like, oh my knee. Yeah. Bro. I guess that's true. You got. Yeah. You, something's got to be. You young want your and fresh. body right. Your body. Yeah. Something's got to be resilient at that time. Like handing out. It's like, just like spring. I don't know. I yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I guess you're so. Like so, like youngish, youngish, youngish. Yes, yes, yes. True, true. A little bit more knowledge, I guess, is true. Um, But yeah, but um, no. Going back to the album, well, your current album now, the mascot is not on the team. So, like we were talking about, um, your first foray into sort of like solo work and like putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. and what you've taken from that. Um, What was the like driver or catalyst behind this album now? I was kind of looking at this like a, like a like an art project in middle school. Like I was trying to think of how many different fun, cool things could I do around a project. Um, how can I utilize all the shit I know how to do, really? Mm-hmm. And um, the, the deeper premise though is like it's totally just me just getting older and like kind of having an ego death. Like the mascot's not on the team. It's kind of like a, a phrase saying like. I think if, when you hear it for the first time, you kind of think about it like, "Wait, is the mascot on the team?" It's like, no. It's like it's for there for entertainment, mm-hmm. which like ties back into like understanding like the business side of things. Like, mm-hmm. it's there for entertainment. It's there to flip. It never gets traded. It never, you know, mascots don't retire. They don't age. Right, they stay there. Yeah, it's just like a, it's like the entertainment factor. So it was like, tr- and it was like also I was, I was really sick of. I wanted a topic to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really sick of like going to the studio and just like trying to find cool ways to talk about my day mm-hmm. even when my days aren't cool you know i was trying to mm-hmm. find ways to stay consistent i found it was easier if i kind of approach some some songs not all some songs are like just happen spread a moment but some songs with like a topic in mind and kind of with a storyline in place and trying to weaving through it and getting through it like i think i had like maybe five or six songs before i made the song mascot mm-hmm and that was after I like thought about the mascot on the team. Then I maybe like made like ten after. Th- mm, no, it was it was like, kind of half and half. I probably made like seven to ten songs before, and then seven to ten songs after. And then that kind of got chipped away and chipped away until we got the project. But it was it was definitely about an ego death. Like the the album is about this this mascot Uzumizo, 
Uzumizo is a mascot at a at a high school. He's a self-proclaimed superstar. He's uh he's as bad as you think somebody like that would be. You know, imagine if somebody used your face as a mascot for a school and how you would feel. Mm-hmm. And and he was awful, so he got fired. So the album starts with him getting fired from this job, mm-hmm. and how be like, how the fuck do you fire me if mm-hmm. it's my face? And they're like, dude, we got the face already. Like we can just put somebody in a costume. Like right. we're good. Yeah, it's kind of meta considering like, am I using the word meta right? I think so. In terms considering uh, I don't, I don't right? <laughs> I haven't figured out a name for failure uh, listeners. Mm. Uh, Flunkies? Flunk- no. <laughs> Flunkies. Fail- failures. I felt the fail. Yeah, just call them failures. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess it's easy. Yeah, we're just failures. Um, no, yeah, failures out there. If I'm using meta wrong, please let me know. But um, well, no, just with everything that's happening currently, and just in terms of like the state of art and what it means to be an artist, and uh, art versus content, and I mean, we keep. I feel like this. This is going to be the kind of the theme of this conversation, but just like. When money gets behind it, what it actually means. Yeah. You know, if to hit a level of success that we're all, I feel like, not, well, yeah, I feel like that the goal is, you know, to be able to live your life and like put your stuff out there, not like be questioned or whatever else. But at the same time, um, <laughs> a little sip. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no worries. Drink I was one down. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I was keeping track at home. <laughs> yeah. This has become a drinking podcast today. Um, when I'm on it. But with that, uh, when other people place value on what you're doing, and yeah. if you get to a certain level where it's like, okay, well, we've created this thing, it's also like the whole separating the artwork from the artist. I don't know. There's a lot of different conversations you know, that, that you know, my also brain tied is into going it, into. Like COVID and mask and what masks really are. And like well, that, right, that yeah. was, that's kind of, that played into like the thinking. It was just kind of, dealing with the times i think the album name even came from me just like with this girl i was talking to at the time and just like ranting about like the the state of art and that was like the metaphor i used I was like you know the mascot's not on the team <laughs> and you're like wait and i was like I gotta wait write that's that way down. too hot <laughs> <laughs> way too hot <laughs> and meanwhile she was like i don't know she was fucking with it she was fucking <laughs> with it she actually was like wow you're so and are you still seeing this person <laughs> no exactly that's what i thought i was like uh, shouts to shorty though right yeah she was lis- she was thanks for listening um <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to me red yeah where is she now she's doing well that's she's, great she's doing good so for her well. she's healthy good for her and her dog and her new boyfriend <laughs> good for you whoever you are i've, yeah, I've they're great shouts to them for you. Aye, aye, aye. Um, beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, oh shoot, now I'm hitting the mic. Um, okay. So from there, okay, well, we've kind of touched on the album a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like, I don't know, what's, I don't know. There's also, okay, let's, okay, let's back it up. We've touched on the album a little bit. Let's back it up. How did we get to this point? Because you haven't, how long have you been been, been making music? I, I've been playing music for a while. My first instrument with the drums, I picked them up at like seven or eight, and mm-hmm. I played drums all through middle school. Then in high school, I was in drumline and like concert band and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very like um, like Nick Cannon drumline story though, because I moved to the suburbs when I was um, 
when I was a freshman in high school. So like mm-hmm. I moved that summer between eighth and freshman year, eighth grade and freshman year. Mm-hmm. And I just went to like this email with the band director. I was like, hey, I've been playing drums forever. I want to join this drum line. Mm-hmm. And I thought for sure I'm black and I'm going to the suburbs. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking kill this. And <laughs> 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 I said, and we, I, he had played drum sets and he was like, pretty good. And then he was like, all right, can you sight read? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, that's a problem. So I like I was taking lessons and learning to read mm-hmm. as I was in a marching band. Um, first year I had to like march cymbals and then I moved up to quads, which are the four drums. But that transitioned and then right about like junior year in high school, I started producing music with like uh, this production software called FL Studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I really didn't want that to be on the mic, but it is now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> this is the type of podcast this is now. Um, I started producing on FL Studio and. I, I originally I didn't want to ever put vocals on anything. I was like I wanted to be you just so want to be an I just wanted to be like just a producer background. But then so many like people that I would send stuff to that were already artists but yo this stuff is so weird. I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I was like I know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So like and I then between like that time so when I'm in junior high school I don't know this is 20 10 or some shit like that between 2010 and 2016 i kind of was just like making beats and figuring out how to be an artist and networking stuff like that and around 2016 i i started a band with some friends of mine this is a band called leaf originally it's called leaf agree to be in this band called leaf set but that was like my start with music that kind of fell apart and then i was deciding like do i want to make music still do i like making music with people or do i like making music because i like making music and the latter was the answer mm-hmm. so that kind of transition and like me finding my voice and how to use it like do i want to rap do i want to sing do i want to yeah, you do a little bit of both yeah for sure you kind of sure. do it it's an interesting mix it's an interesting mix for sure i think i'm and i have a super eclectic taste too you know it's like kind of widespread like really love rock i also love rap like just as equal so and you can kind of hear, you can see, you can hear those influences. Yeah. Between so the two. like, I'm trying to like bridge the gap, you know, between like the Strokes and Kanye West. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those are my childhood favorites. Yeah. And like NERD and stuff like that. So yeah. Trying to like tap into that, like show my taste level. I think which is important as a solo artist. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people are like, even if they don't enjoy what's going on they're like oh that sounds good or like oh that's kind of cool i didn't think you could do something like that you know Mm -hmm. but yeah it started for me with playing like drums as a primary instrument instrument and then it moved to production and then later on i got into actually like putting my voice on the track like i would say like 2016 so i've been making music with my voice on it since 2016 gotcha so that's not that long no no i'm still learning how to do all of it with your own voice yeah it's it takes a long time to learn how to sound like yourself on a record what do you mean because at first you're like you're just emulating what you've heard because mm-hmm. no one you know no one sounds like you you know the closest thing i have to somebody sound like me is like when my dad sings you know what i mean so <laughs> i sound like my dad when i sing so <laughs> you fuck with my music shout out uh kelvin caldwell wait wait, wait. i want you to be like sing something <laughs> I'm like, oh my god i wish we could like cut to no dude um, i know but so yeah it sounds it takes a long time because i feel like at first i'm just kind of just emulating what i've heard what i like mm-hmm. trying to tie it together and then 
I think we were talking about this earlier. You was like, "Oh, if I taught a class, it would be like about finding your voice." You know what yeah. I mean? It's the same way. It's like, how do I, how do I sound like myself? Mm-hmm. And I think that's like one of the best compliments. Like, as my music got better, people were like, "Oh, this sounds like you now." Mm-hmm. It sounds like having a conversation with you, which I think is the, the biggest thing because then it feels like people mm-hmm. can actually get to know you, and that's mm-hmm. when music gets magical. You know, mm-hmm. like these people fall in love with artists they've never met because they feel like they know because they've listened to them talk in their ears for God knows how long. Yeah no that's true i know but then it kind of i feel like uh see this is another thing about this moon okay but it's like about about identity and uh whatever okay this that is, is kind of what the moon is about a little that bit it it's kind of, yeah it's a little bit there's a lot going on today but um and i feel like definitely feeling it um no with all of that i think it's interesting to hear that because i feel like you kind of assume at least from my and maybe just because we also just coming from different worlds in terms of like being creative people mm-hmm. i feel like you kind of assume like well you just get up there and like you kind of already know and yeah you might learn other people's songs and whatever else but like in terms of finding your voice as an artist it's always a process i guess i, yeah, I guess i never always, really thought about it like always. that i mean and the thing like about how you I become th- the most yourself i think that's why a lot of musicians <clears throat> idolize comedians because what they want to be like that's why like Dave Chappelle has like all these musical friends because like what they want to be like that freeness on stage that, uh-huh. that stand-up comedians like portray is like that's a really good live show you yeah. know like the crowd control oh, yeah back and forth the crowd control the feel of it to like mm-hmm. to have a tempo of pacing to feel like oh mm-hmm. I, I let I saw something that's only going to happen in this room right exactly. and that takes time because oh. like, I'm still I'm still learning how to be a better performer no totally okay and i will say this especially as uh, us both working in the same working at the same place Mm -hmm. and like we see a lot of different bands come through and it's always funny to me watching bands go on it's like the music will be great but it's like that little those little banter moments in between are so cringy no one teaches you how to do it no and it's so hard and they're trying and you could tell it's like some people just have it and they're like it's also just a comfortability thing it's like yeah it's like you said it's you know who you are you know you kind of are rooted in yourself so you can kind of just like hey i've got it i'm here like whatever but like there was i was at work last night and there was just these really young kids or whatever and uh playing who were really talented like the music was great but every time like the in between they kept it pretty short so they were smart on on that note they're like quick just little side little notes and then they'd get into it but this one guy i just remember him he kept trying to make the joke of like oh if you like it you like it if you don't you don't and it was like, okay, well, you said that once already. Like, you'd only say it worst. one time. That's the worst when, like, they try to, like... Be like, I don't care. You know? Like, you're here. It's almost like when you can tell somebody has, like, a rehearsed set. It's like a, it's like a DJ playing, like, a pot, like a playlist. It's like, if it doesn't land, do you have a, a plan B? Because it's like... Right. I, like, 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 I try do? to practice my sets like a, like it's a play, you know? Like, I, I, know, yeah. what, I know what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Usually my open bit is just on the room. I had a great opening bit the other day. What was your? What was it? What was <laughs> I was at I was at this show at Martyrs for my uh, my homie Chucky's show, uh-huh. RP Chucky, mm-hmm. and um, his mom was on stage like talking about the fundraiser and the program, and like people were just talking over him. And his mom's a teacher, and she did like the one, two, three type whatever like to get the audience attention. Mm-hmm. And then when I went up, I was like, "Listen, if y'all not gonna listen to these white ladies talk, I know you're not about to listen to what I got to say." <laughs> And I was so proud of myself. I was like, oh, that's hot. That was, that was a great did they, what did you get? The, did you I get got them? the laugh. You got the laugh. And I've been on stage before talking about failures where I, like, I went for the laugh and did mm-hmm. not get the laugh. 
Oh my god. Well, I mean, hey, believe me, I've been there. Um, Especially yeah, that's it's rough. the worst when you think you're going to get to lap too. Well, right. Then it's like, you're like now oh, let me oh, just this, play this my kills. song. And they're just like, uh, and you're like, oh, okay, this right. next song is right. at least we get to like play a song. Right. Then you just play something and like yeah. the bombing doesn't happen. Yeah, no. It's like okay, well, you can make up for it with sometimes other instruments, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes. sometimes people. I mean, people can walk out of the room. I don't know. They can get old, but um, I'm sure I lost people before you. I mean, yeah, I've definitely lost people before too. But that's so no, that's crazy though. Part of the process. But no, it is funny that you bring up the whole like comedy music because there is such a big connection between the two. Yeah. And I think it goes both ways. I think both are just like, oh, you're express like, you know, just just in how you go about expressing yourself and. I don't know. This, uh, if you're able to look, I don't even want to say cool, but just like collected in yeah. any sort of way, however that is for you. Yeah. If you're able to accomplish that, like that's a huge thing. Yeah. If you can look, if you can look comfortable up there, the room just kind of eases. Right. Because that's the biggest thing. And they know, like, if oh, you look tight. Right. If you're up there gulping, you know what I mean? <laughs> just like. If you're up there, just like, uh, well, well if they start looking at their phones, right? Yeah, right. Like, how long does this go again? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I know it's like, uh, I know it's like when I was talking to you earlier, when you were like, so, like, how's this gonna go? Like, what's the deal? And yeah. it's like, I'm not giving you anything. Yeah, I was I like, to, I'm, right. try, I'm trying to get a run a show, right? Yeah, you're trying to get a run <laughs> what, a show. What are our topics here? Right, run a show, just a sort of like positive, any sort of positive feeling, <laughs> and just like, hey, it's gonna be great. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, just show up, maybe you know, think about some things. I don't know, you know, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It'll be. Well, I'll see you there. Uh, it's, it's easy. Yeah, talk. it's easy talking to someone that I know, but like, right. In any other aspect, I would be freaking out. No, for sure. I so mean, I'm like, damn, I'm trying to find some, trying to find some type of order. To what? To cling to. Oh, for sure. Just like, oh, I know, I know when this is going. to I know, happen. and I thrive in chaos. <laughs> I thought I always want everything to be a secret. That's my problem. <laughs> I always want to surprise everybody. What about people that don't like surprises? Hey, don't talk to me then. <laughs> I'm not the one to talk to. <laughs> I'm not the one to talk to. I'm not the one to hang out with because I'm constantly trying to like. It should be a surprise every every time somebody's birthday comes up. I'm like. Surprise party. Have you ever been surprised? Like, do you, do you enjoy surprise? Like, have anyone thrown you a good surprise party? Yeah, once when I was like 16, my mom threw me a surprise party. That's I had fine. no clue. And she was like kind of annoyed. She's like, yeah, you were just laying on the couch. Like, she's like, okay, let's go pick up your sister. And I was like, okay. And then she was like, ah, here it is. That's fine. I've so never had really a surprise had no party. Idea, and I, was like, I would have yeah, figured no. it out, though. I feel like you can't, you can't pull a fast one. It's like, we're going to go to this one place we never go to <laughs> on the weekend of my birthday. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where's the fucking cake? <laughs> no for sure i know i wish someone i'm okay if anybody's listening hey fail failures um throw me a surprise party <laughs> i haven't had one in a long time i haven't had one in seven in three years in seven I, i'm about to say <laughs> you gonna give away that that freshest knowledge i thought i was like damn you gonna drop it on them Shit, I, I don't know talk about it anyway okay. whatever i think there's a freedom in knowing and uh or maybe there's not i don't know in knowing how old someone actually is um but yes but okay so um let's see from the album stuff uh and just like your music in general like i feel like we kind of touched on that okay so you kind of explained your sort of musical history and musical background mm -hmm. um and thinking you had it all lined up on the drum line being moving to the suburbs i thought i was gonna be the codis i wasn't <laughs> Who was better than you? This dude, Dan Reefsteck. Dan Reefsteck is now like a he's, a, he's a composer of large bands. This dude, Chris Obert, was brilliant. Oh, wow. Tim Robb, Leslie Schelke. 
all these people were on the drum line yeah um it's, it's, it's a lot of people on the drum line um this For dude sure. this dude um john jenkins okay, i wasn't expecting they're, a 20 person list they but, were all um. they were all better they were just all better than me in sight reading the, the way i learned how to do shows right. was like this dude chris obert mm-hmm. would get this music and then a week later he would have it memorized because he was great and i'm like chris can you play it that's why i'm saying it's like drumline he would play it and i'll go oh okay but and then that's how i learned shows i know but okay i played viola as a kid growing up and sorry this is I just didn't want to play violin. She got money. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't know. What, you have more. Okay, you have like seven different things in front of you. I've got one wooden, wooden situation. Yeah, that shit costly. Well, I don't know. I don't know what costs more between a viola right, exactly, and a drum right. set, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, I played viola from fifth grade to like whatever, eighth grade. And every other week i was going to the orchestra conductor being like mm. or director being like i want to quit i was like i'm quitting today he's like okay fine i was like okay well wait never mind i don't want to quit but um no i was also i sorry this is also a long way of saying i was also just like good at playing my ear i didn't yeah. i couldn't really read music like that yeah. but i could play yeah we had, um i could figure it out you know it's funny my my dad mentioned that he was dyslexic in like a very casual way <laughs> <laughs> like literally like last month really yeah we we're talking about reading books and he was like yeah you know i read some books but like you know the words get jumbled and it's just, just bothering we were like daddy you're dyslexic he's like oh yeah that's what they call it <laughs> so i was like yeah and i always love reading like i like reading words but like with with reading music uh-huh. like since there's a rhythm to it like I, I just felt like if i missed one thing it was so hard to like it was so hard to like have a mistake like if i played it perfect i was mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. but if i have one mistake it's very hard for me to like jump ahead like oh watch that mistake and then keep going it mm-hmm. was like i just like hung up on it then i'll be called and i was like didn't know where i was i just had to wait for the next measure oh for sure i get in terms of catching up yeah, yeah it was yeah, like yeah. instead i couldn't just miss a note and be like right back with <laughs> right, it it was back. just like I, I would get flushed a little and then have to i could do up. that i was pretty good um <laughs> <laughs> stops and stops in eighth grade no, I'm just tries kidding. to quit every day <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um okay well okay moving away from music stuff and just into other parts of life because you've lived you've lived a you've lived a life you've lived a life and um i identified you earlier or like i gave i threw some words out there um i guess another i'm like how do i'm like trying to find a way to like smoothly transition transition into this but um you are a felon? I don't know. I'm, you have a felony? I am a felon. You have a felony. You have a felony. You have I have a felon. a felon on my record, yeah. Yes. What is it for? Possession of... Possession of a... <laughs> it's not a narcotic. It's possession of a... It was it was for, for pills, but it's, I forget the, the, like, the technical term. Gotcha. Forgive me. Possession of, of a controlled substance. That's what it is. Possession, possession of a controlled, controlled substance. substance. Yeah. Okay. Did you serve time? uh you know what's funny i i really attest me even going through the criminal system because i was in like an extremely white neighborhood in mm-hmm. county mm-hmm. with a bit with like a it was like a growing county with a very high conviction rate which gets people to move there because they're like yo they be handling business but then they also mishandle a lot of like soft cases like i i was a good kid i wasn't like the fucking you know in extracurriculars in school 
So I can hang around with my friends, driving around, have some shit in the car, get pulled over, go to jail. There's like this felony thing. And what really dragged me through it. Okay, wait, pause. Because you're doing this, because you've done this a couple of times. So you like get real, you speed through some things. Okay, so, okay, okay, okay. So, so how old were you? I was, I was 19. Okay. No, I was 18 when this all happened. So I was, okay. so this is going. Coming out of high school? This is, yeah, I was, I was pretty young coming out of high school. So I was 18 all through my freshman year of college. So this is like going into my sophomore year of college. Okay. Um. Yeah, I got, I got arrested. I got pulled over because I had like a license plate light out. Mm-hmm. But I was in like this part of, of town where like it's unincorporated, so only sheriffs are there. So they're like sheriffs are known for like looking for blood. They like pulled the dogs out and did this whole thing. You know what I mean? Like I was uh, I was outside like waiting for just to go to jail for do like two two hours. Right. But long story short, I did serve time <laughs> because I kept. Um, I kept fucking up my probations. I kept like, uh, I would like fuck up and then I would like still smoke weed and then like drop dirty. And then they were like, oh, instead of being like, oh, you fucked up, let's address that. They'd be like, oh, two more years of probation. So I'll go through like the first 18 months, fuck up, two more years of probation. I'm like, that's a lot. Then I'll be fine for like another 18 months, something happens, two more years of probation. Mm-hmm. So, so this the, happened three so what times. Init- so the initial court, just to understand what you initially like, the decision or mm-hmm. like that had been made after going through the whole car life being out them doing the search you i'm assuming get arrested mm-hmm. and then you go to court and they're like they give you probation yeah so I, I, yeah, I get sentenced probation like two years probation and some fines community mm-hmm. service mm-hmm. the first two years i think i think i dropped dirty after 18 months which dropped dirty means i failed a drug test for mm-hmm. weed mm-hmm Cause they, they'll just be like, hey. did you hear that failures? That's they're, what I mean. like, they're like, hey, you're about to, <laughs> hey, you're about to be off this. How about you come in? Uh-huh. They'd be like, hey, it's your birthday. How about you come in? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, just catch you. Like, oh, it's Christmas. How about you come in? Shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's a celebratory time in life. You should come in. Something. Yeah. The, yeah. So they get you like that. So that was the first two years. The second two years, it was I, I didn't finish my community service. I was like 20 hours short because mm-hmm. I was going through school and I was kind of trying to figure it out. And instead of them being like, oh, we'll just extend it for six months, fix fix that. They were like, oh, you fucked up two more years. And then so two years later, I fuck up my probation again because I moved to this. I finally moved out of the suburbs. I moved to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about like, hey, it's going to be hard for me to make it because I'm coming from Chicago. They was like, wait, you moved? And I was like, yeah. They was like, you have to tell us that. And I was like, oh, shit, sorry. Well, yeah, I moved. And they was like, that's a violation of your probation. So they're like, we're going to add two more years. At this point, I'm like 24 or something like that, mm-hmm. or 25. And I was like, dude, I'm not doing two more years of probation. What can I get out of this? And he was like, oh, go to jail. For sure, you can go to jail. So I was like, all right, I'll go to jail. So I went to jail for a month. What? Yeah, I, went to, I was in county jail for a month. Not, not Cook County, because <laughs> that shit would have been <laughs> no, crazy. Sure. No, yeah, but I went, crazy. To, I went to a county in the suburbs that I won't say out loud. But, yeah, I won't say the county at least. But yeah, no, I, for sure. I mean, I was, I was there. No, I was yeah. there for. I was, was in there for a month. So, days. how much time had you been on probation before it was like, okay, you do this and then you can be done? Six years. So you'd been on probation for six years mm-hmm. and then served and then, a month. Yeah, and then I was like, because then at this point I was no longer like scared of like retribution from my parents and trying to hide it. I was like, what's going to get this right. over with? Because did you handle most of this without them? like previous yeah. without them well, the first the first run like the first probation section they were they were kind of helping me they weren't really helping me they were just stressing me out about it mm-hmm. 
you know, like I would like want to go out with my homies. I was like, don't get in trouble because you know your life is different than theirs, and you know, right. just being parents and shit. But yeah, they just kind of stressed me out about it. They never ha- they had kind words at first, but then once you fuck up months, they're like, oh, you're just gonna keep fucking up. So it was it was like stress on top of stress. I'm trying to hide that I'm not doing well with this court legal system mm-hmm. for my parents. I'm also trying to be an adult. I'm also trying to be an artist. Right which like it just wasn't mixing you it was just fucking uh-huh. it was uh oil and water mm-hmm. and so i was like what how, what can i do to get this over with and i was like oh dude go to jail so that's when i went to jail for it so like so far removed not even for the original the original case it was just kind of like take it was just from just like dealing with the court system mm-hmm. of this of this county like will go unnamed that's <laughs> fucked up but that's how they handle <laughs> black and brown kids. Uh-huh. They kind of get you in the system and then yank it and yank it along right, until they, they can, don't want to let you. Yeah, go. until until you're useless. Yeah. And I mean, thank God I got I fell into like a a space of work and creativity where it like it doesn't mar me as much as it could. Mm-hmm. I'm also like years past it now so like right. looking and get it like revoked and right it's a question buried and shit like that but right it, it was like probably at the time the largest failure in my life yeah well i'm i mean well yeah that's, i mean it's a whole other thing that's much bigger than you that's now has the say kind of like say so in your life and how you move and what you get to do and like all of that and they're not and they're not looking for any way to let you go yeah it felt felt like they were just trying to you know hold me for a grip and it also it felt like uh, I think that's when I started really getting good at disassociating (laughs) oh my god! just like just like acting like that's not happening and trying to live a normal life you know like yeah yeah yeah, I'm just out being 23 with my friends I'm not actually pending this huge burden over me well i mean i i mean i get that i mean i don't have experience in this but i mean i I understand the i mean yeah yes um yeah i'll take that but um it does feel like at times like there's some things are just too big to like i mean hell and i don't want to equate this like student loans but like you think about like debt i mean you think about debt and things like that like other there's just so many traps in this country it's pretty much what it is there's a lot of different traps set to sort of catch you and sort of like keep you on the hook for something so you like ultimately can't like i don't want to say become the person that you want to be but just to make it harder yeah. just to make it even harder i mean trying to find work during that time like in your early 20s it was just, trying it to was figure always, that out what yeah. did that look like it was like i would get a job i would cruise through you know, like resume mm-hmm. and um like initial like initial like meetings and um interviews but then it would just get to that point always and it would be like yeah no you know what i mean so it's like it was it was it was just heavy it was like all it was like always just like kind of fingers crossed like oh yeah i made it to the final interview but like now is when they're gonna run my record you know mm-hmm. and i think the biggest thing is when i like just being a black child in that setting i didn't want to be a statistic right and i think that's what i was most i most felt like it was a failure because i felt like like my parents were kicking that the entire time like listen you're gonna have to be a little sharper than your peers because mm-hmm. you're getting looked at different and i don't think i really noticed that mm-hmm. um i think i was trying to you know be a kid just be normal and i think you know i, I didn't i didn't feel preyed upon i was trying to not feel preyed upon right but i think i was you know 
I think no, I, I, yeah. I think I totally was. Yeah. And then my mom also works for that county. Like she works in the uppers. So like, you know, sheriffs were kinda like snickering and like DAs were like, you know. Make I, face I look like inside eyed. I mean so I, I always what, what did she do? Sorry, if I she if, if she works like more with like the budget the budget for the county and like works. Uh huh. Um but these were her co these were some of her co Yeah, these are her co workers. Try, trying to nail me to the cross. <laughs> Throw the book at me. Does she not get along with them? No, not in the slightest. They, she doesn't like them. But did she not like them before that too? Yeah, yeah. They were just. I mean, she was just a black woman working in like a very, very white world. And uh, my mom's name. Oh, I won't say my mom's name. Because <laughs> it's, it's too Googleable. But <laughs> it was just like it's. She, she's very black, and like my name's Kwame. You right. Know, all my all my siblings have African names, mm-hmm. except one. But Wait, she, she, her name's Javita. She was the gotcha. oldest. They didn't get onto the. They didn't start the trend yet. Gotcha. But um, yeah, she's just big on like identity and standing out. And then it was kind of like it. It was detrimental for me because mm-hmm. I'm so I was so used to standing out and like being, being myself and like trying you know being myself as proudly as I can be. And mm-hmm. if it was almost like no, you got to tuck and you have to be safe. You kind of like be. Be, right you have to you've been yeah don't be so visible. And, like question yeah don't and be just so like visible. not put yourself out there yeah so for like safety you know dim your li- yeah, yeah there's like, the there like you know almost like a decade of my life where i'm like cop gets behind me and like you know if they run my record they run my license plate this is going to be brutal it's just you know even mm-hmm. if I, nothing's going on like they can pull me over they can harass me they can just, right i just opened up that lane for them and i felt that was like the the weight on me for so long yeah until i went to jail and it was over <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy rip off the band-aid kids <laughs> rip off the band-aid that's insane that's crazy um no that's wild that's wild too that they were just like okay well so but previous to that then what it was like okay well if you just were you ever sitting there just being like why did you just tell me this sooner no i knew it was an option right and you're just like I but just yeah as a 19 year old you're like dude i'm right. not going to fucking jail are you kidding me no yeah I know, but that's insane for them to be like just thirty days, just. Yeah, and it was also the thing like I, when I got fell into a role of freelancing, like not working for thirty days wasn't going to ruin my life. Mm-hmm. With other normal jobs, if I just like, hey, I'm going to be going for thirty days, I'm like for what? I was like, I don't want to tell you. Like, right. Okay. You know, it just, right. It just yeah, didn't it's work. not a thing that. You and before do. that, dude, leading up to that, there was like all types of stints I was trying to do. Like, there's a stint where I did like ten we. Hidden, like weekends i would do weekend jail things so it's like not the first time i tried to like get it over with uh-huh. but then it was also like community service and i had to like drive out to the suburbs and it was like i would miss community service and they would like resentence me and all this shit so i was just like what do i have to do that can just end it no community service right what's the fee plus <clears throat> this time spent like well, yeah was there other money spent were there oh, other yeah. oh yeah lawyers right lawyer fees mm-hmm. and then just other yeah my whole like my whole sophomore year of college was crazy because I was working at Portillo's in DeKalb and I was you know trying to get to school kind of trying to be um just trying to be normal and like but I was also like every money I spent I was like saving up so I can spend, give this guy like 500 to 700 dollars per visit and shit like that that's crazy it's fucked up no, yeah, that's. Ins- Thank God it's over. It's over though. No, it's over. We're here. <laughs> We're here now. <laughs> Cheers. Um, Cheers to that. Mm-hmm. No, that's wild. I mean, thank you for sharing that. I mean, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. 
easy. It's really easy to share. I feel like uh, making art makes it easy to share. Right. And for sure, it's just in a way like you you, you get so used to like. Like if you, I mean, if you listen to the album, there's a lot of vulnerable moments on there. That like obviously, a lot of my life I'm pumping into this record mm-hmm. for this mascot. Mm-hmm. There's like you know there's some there's some connections there. Like some of it, some it's like a little inflamed. Some of it's like a little you know a little storytelling. But a lot of it's just kind of my life. So mm-hmm. I think in the freedom of sharing that, you kind of you kind of feel free of the burden and of the shame of it. And it's just like it is what it is. You know? Yeah. No, entirely. I mean, no, I feel you. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it's also like you're not the only person. I mean, it also goes back to the other thing of like, you're not the only person trying to ride solo and trying to ride alone or just like, I'm the only one. But it's like when you start to share your experiences, you find that there are other people around you that have seen these things or experienced them in other ways. Maybe not exactly the same, but they know what you're talking about. It's Mm -hmm. like community is always going to be the way. Yeah. That's what art really should be about. Like I know. Capitalism. Like instilling instilling a community and finding like minded people. Uh huh. No, totally. But you gotta get your content up. You gotta get right in here. We are <laughs> ASMR moment. <laughs> you gotta um, get your content up. Yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, no, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, as a part of this, I mean, yeah, it's another. Yeah, it's entirely part of all this i don't know my brain is i don't know i'm I'm, thank you i appreciate uh you understanding me struggling with transitions today um and i'm like on that note let's talk about dating (laughs) (laughs) on that note i noticed your hat says don't date rappers (laughs) it does my hat does say do not date rappers shout to sorry shout out to who sorry this is uh the merch for his uh his album he drops an album called i know now Oh, and it says emotional reminder. An emotional reminder. An emotional reminder. Don't date rappers. Um, how are you? Uh, what's going on? My uh, love life is great right now. Yeah, that's not what I was hoping for. But yeah, it's, great <laughs> it's like balanced. It's healthy. It's pretty sick. Okay, before we started recording, you were like, "Oh, we can talk about dating and like whatever." It's like I figured there'd be some sort of like <laughs> some failure, right? Some sort of like <laughs> failure story that no, we can talk about. Young man starting to figure it out. Oh damn! Well, <laughs> how about we share some tips for the rest of us? Oh for yeah, the rest I, of the I have plenty of failures. Trust. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can think of one off the top of my head. <laughs> I can oh, think dear. of one. Yeah. Uh. One that also kind of relates to your how, which I think is funny. That yeah, it's in kind terms of, of creating I content. Did not think about that when I was just having. <laughs> I was just like, is brown or brown and green work? You know, I didn't think about. No, yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you figured out now. Any uh, past dating dating <laughs> fails? <laughs> you yeah, do you want me, do you want do me you to get share? into this story? I mean, I feel like we should. Tr- I feel like why not? Are you gonna set me up? You gonna set me up for it, or like you just want me to tell the story? I think. Just uh, go for it. I'll be quick. <laughs> so I found. So I was on Tinder. First red flag. I started dating this person. Uh-huh. They were. Um, I thought they were cool. They were pretty. <laughs> I thought they were. I thought they were cool. We go on a couple dates. It's whatever, honestly. Right. Okay. Here, I am going to interject because it is our podcast. I need to help guide you. Um, Please. No, I guess. Uh, I guess we'll look at. 
internet date and well you've already sort of kicked it off in yeah, terms of internet this is, this dating. Is internet dating. But internet dating in the way that the internet has now fully impacted a lot of different aspects yeah, more, yeah. of the dating world. Yeah. Not just like shitty matches and talking to weirdos online, you know, at whatever <laughs> hour of the day. Yeah. You know, the, I don't know if it sounds like you're not doing that anymore. You you've leveled no. up. Okay. My last birthday I retired from all um all social dating. from all dating apps yeah pull, pull the plug on all dating apps yeah. good for you yeah. actually last night in the middle of the night i like downloaded tinder get off just it. no 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 no. well because i haven't been on it forever and i downloaded it again and i was kind of like what's going on over here and i was like oh wait the exactly same, as, the same as it was and i deleted <laughs> it exactly and I was like within thought. five minutes yeah, i was just like exactly uh yeah yeah it's done they are who we thought they were right yeah it's like oh they're oh it's the same like seven guys that kind of live around in the one mile radius <laughs> Um, but um, yeah. Also, that's a lie that you haven't been on Tinder in a year because we definitely matched with oh, last did. year. We have. <laughs> I, I, def- I mean, dude, I, I might have relapsed. You know right? Yeah, everyone has. But, my, but my advice is to get out of there. Man. <laughs> Don't. You're not gonna find her. Trust. Get like, outside. Bro, right, get you're outside. Not, bro, you're not gonna find her. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we, yeah, yeah, I found this. Just found this girl to do. You start dating. You're going like two dates. It's cool. The second day, they're like, "Yo, we should go bike riding." tomorrow mm-hmm. and i'm like okay word in my head i knew i had a studio thing earlier in the that day the next day so the next day comes and i was like hey when are we going bike riding and i was like uh maybe like it's like the time is now like 2 p.m mm-hmm. i'm like oh maybe like seven mm-hmm. seven eight i'm at the studio right now i hit her with that thought that would play well didn't <laughs> they went off on me it was like wow you don't respect my time you know you said you wanted to go on a day today and kind of just like let the day go you didn't set up anything you didn't we didn't communicate i'm like you know what that's cool this is pretty stressful already mm-hmm. we've gone on two days i'm done with this mm-hmm. and then like i'm on tiktok <laughs> like a week or so later and i found out they made like a tiktok about me like yeah so i was dating this rapper and it's exactly what you thought they're terrible they're like oh i'm at the studio and they're like yeah you're making your whack-ass album i was making an album that i just robbed by the way that bitch is not whack oh you, oh, <laughs> you were working I, on the I album was working on, i was working on mascots now on the team yeah i was like actually working and was, this person got upset they and got took upset to and the internet went, to went on tiktok about, they went on tiktok made like a well, can, you like, were trying to, to flex the studio let's just note this you I, were I, flex, i'm in the studio I was right being now. just honest and they right you were being honest but you were also trying to be like oh i mean yeah oh, we in the early stages of this shit i'm trying to let her know what it looked like no, all right <laughs> okay <laughs> totally. let her know what it looked like and uh-huh. that's what it looked like at the moment i was in this stew i was i was dedicated to a passion project of mine that was very special to me and it mm-hmm. still is and i finished it which i'm proud of myself for that uh-huh so this person goes off on me on this yes, TikTok. you had goals sorry yes yes, yes. okay so yeah, i don't they, want to discredit you they, had goals they you go off on me on this tiktok i see it and i was like this is lame as fuck hit them up like yo why the fuck did you do this like <laughs> you know what i mean and then, Why'd you take to the internet to complain? Yeah, about, this is like to complain fun. about me yeah. and show how unimpressed. And they were, you were like, "This is you can't tell me what to post on it." And I was like, "Of course not," but like, that's whack as fuck. And only reason why mm. I, I got at her because they were like, at the end of the TikTok, they was like, "Yeah, like and follow, and like you might find out who it is." And I'm like, "Don't turn this into like the bit that's gonna get not you off." Not doing this for likes. Yeah, you trying to get it? You trying to like? Not trying to go viral. Trying to use your platform? Like, yeah, I'm not about to be the one. Like, I'm <laughs> dead in that shit. If any person wants to slight me in any sort of way, in any sort of romantic way, um, maybe we can find something mutually beneficial content-wise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this person was a nut, Maybe this way we can promote each other. 
they try to like hit me up after and I was like, Oh, I love how you like stand up for yourself. I was like, What the fuck is wrong with you? I found out they were homeschooled though, so I like I retracted <laughs> all my students. I was like, You ain't never learned how to like communicate. There's a, there's a large swaths of socialization that just like didn't. Yeah, happen. you never ha- you never got bullied in high school for saying some dumb shit. <laughs> so here I am to to let you know what here you're saying was dumb as fuck. In front of well yeah. Uh so, no, yeah, that was crazy. that was awful. That was like uh, I don't know, two years ago at this point. Maybe. No, that's crazy. A year and a half ago. And you wrote a song all about it. I was kidding. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Because they don't deserve it. <laughs> they no, don't that's fair. It. No. The, the crazy yeah. part is when they came back around, they were like, hey, I think this would be so funny to turn into like a rom-com. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> that's a writer's mind right there. That's a writer's yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're obviously trying to use this relationship for material. You need, to, for, get back, you need material. to get back in touch and be like, hey. Uh, no. So coming back. Uh, you know what's crazy? I was like, you know what? I'll hear you. I'll, I'll hear your pitch. <laughs> what's whack? Um, wait, did you really listen to that pitch? The fucking yeah, so I, dude, I was like, I'm in a public place. I'll listen to the pitch for this show. We're in a this, public place. I was place. like, you know what? For sure. And then, like, listen to the pitch. And I was like, you know what? We need some work here. Need some work here. Mm-hmm. I think it's too lovey-dovey, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, but this could. Be, I was like, but this could be funny. This is a funny situation. So you sat down and you gave notes. Yeah, I thought. I thought we can be like, you know, this is actually a funny situation. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, like mm-hmm. obviously as we're explaining, like this is funny. Right, can't it this is happened to ridiculous. Me. I got you know semi canceled. I thought that could be funny. I got semi canceled. It can be like some high yeah, maintenance go, shit. It got. Did it take off in any way? Did they? Did no, they, see they didn't any? see it through. They didn't see it through. They were never ready to see it through. They was trying to hook back with me. And then after they were like, so what are you doing after this? I'm like, going home. Like, can I come? Like, no. No, you crazy. Yeah. You well, trying to cancel me on TikTok. And you haven't even worlds. deleted the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you still like, this bitch doing it's numbers. Still up, right? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, wow, they did a people. part two. They <laughs> did a part two. Because somebody was like, rappers don't ride bikes. And they're like, wow, that was racist. I was like, don't defend me. <laughs> and then also. Oh, yeah. This doesn't need to be like a, right, a conversation. Now there's a whole conversation. Yeah, I piece. was. And that shows how invested I was. I was like looking for the part two. Like, I know she's going to run it back. <laughs> yeah. Refresh, refresh, refresh. So, yeah, you were going back to see. You're like, is there anything I can use here? Uh-oh. Yeah, she was so black. No, that's crazy well no i mean it is there is this thing of like i mean i don't want to be like we live in two different we have two different worlds or two different but there is there's there i mean there's a lot of different ties okay talking about mascots and who you are as a person and all Mm -hmm. that there's internet personas and there's also who you are in real life um and yeah it's crazy when people try to uh in, or try to fuse the two is nuts. Yeah. I think the that worst is part nuts. is when you like bring it up on some real person shit, and they're like, "Oh, dude, that's just for the internet." Like that's what was like kind of blew me. It was like, "Oh, dude, it's, it's TikTok." Like, come on, man. Well, right. It's also like, like okay, this is material. How did you how did you not think I was gonna use it? I was like, "What type of human are you?" Well, right. But that also just comes back to things being resolved. Like having a fully like has this been fully resolved in us? And like, hey, we've discussed this, and like we know we're cool. And hey, do you mind? I was thinking about yeah. putting this up there because it's like if it's gonna impact someone else's life, like it's something to talk yeah. about. But no, it is crazy how there. I mean, there's so many minuscule things that end up. I mean, this isn't anything new and whatever but the amount of like middle like tiny fights that end up on the internet for no goddamn reason do i enjoy watching them every morning yes um do i enjoy the brain it's just the the way that it's ruining my brain every day <laughs> yes entirely yeah. from the inside out. entirely yes tiktok is riding us yes i mean the full-on yeah far entire. too convenient yeah nothing I mean, should be that easy mm, nothing should be that easy to digest no no you should have to think a little a, bit. A little bit. About something. Hope, <laughs> About hope, something. Hopefully the content or media that you are taking in stirs some type of thought. 
I saw a video today where it was like Heath Ledger. It was like one of those AI dance videos <laughs> where it like. <laughs> Where that it like, so where it like sw- swaps Have you seen the faces. one with Morgan Freeman and like the no. black actors? Gee. No. <laughs> it's this like one? Morgan Freeman and like Sam Jackson. It's like a whole bunch of like old black actors. Are they all doing like they TikTok? Doing, like, like some super Latin dance. A lot of right. hips. A lot of hips. Yeah, a lot of hips. This one was a lot of like elbows and knees. I will say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but no, it was like, uh, it was fucking Heath Ledger. But it was all like actors who've like died it was like Heath Ledger and Paul Walker and Robin Williams got swapped out with the same body like the same like muscly body like between the three faces to some like viral ass song and I'm just like yeah it's dark as hell but it's also just like who I was like who thought of this did anybody think of this it could be AI it could be AI generating just thought of like oh we combined it was like yo you know what people love dead celebrities let's make them dance (laughs) <laughs> people are obsessed with dead celebrities i mean true i guess that's true i don't know it was just like it was a wild uh it's wild because it's like i mean dance. people stop saying that <laughs> it's crazy how i mean the internet was also just a fun place to see how weird i don't know i also saw a video where someone was just wearing a bunch of different inflatables and sprinting in all of them it was like a inflatable dinosaur inflatable whatever this is how i spend my morning this is how i my, my, how TikTok, I looks my, like, my TikTok looks like a it looks like how it's made and like Mythbusters. It's just like it's like dudes Science? in their garage like uh like forging um knives and shit. That's the type of shit I like to watch most of the time. <laughs> I like to watch like I watch I like to watch the forge happen, you know, I love that. The forge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's gonna Metal be like that's gonna be, yeah, that's gonna be my uh <laughs> for like my back end creative life your next the second yeah. the next chapter yeah, not after. the next it's like one of the finals no yeah yeah, yeah. One, no yeah after the music chapters yeah one of the final chapters is gonna be just smithing metal smith yeah. smithing he'll be a yeah. metal smith. i'm pretty heavy-handed you know and i like to be an artist but like what's better than using a hammer and anvil you know just yeah for ding, sure ding. <laughs> like asbestos you know um, I think I'll probably end up myself. I think after comedy and my cult, I think I'll. Um, of course, the cult. <laughs> Can't forget the cult. I'll, or maybe the cult will sort of collide with some sort of weird nutrition thing. Because that's a lot of my TikTok, is a lot of like uh, crazy. It's a lot of like water talk. And uh, have you heard of water talk? No, what the fuck is that? It's just these women who've gone an extreme. Well, they're. Like, uh, like water diets? Like a, yeah, but they like take. Fasting? Yeah, it's not necessarily fasting, but it's like they eat, they're eating or whatever. I mean, they do have issues, that's for sure. But like, they're they're flavoring their water with like, you know, like crystal, it's not even just like crystal light packets. It's like, like crush, like pineapple crush. And they'll like give them different flavors. So it'll be like. They're doing a watered down pop? Pretty much. That's Gross. not, it's not fizzy. That's it's disgusting. just sugar water. It's just different flavors of sugar water. But they also take those like sugar free. They, so they, gen- like they gentrify Kool-Aid. Pretty much. Crazy. Oh my god! I didn't even think because about it like been that. On that. Yes. <laughs> it happens every time. But it's, we've been on that. They but it's like sugar free. Drinking like snow artificial. cone. Drinking snow cone. Um, yeah, they're basically drinking like that juice. Yeah, but like they're calling something else, and then they're like, "I lost." They're like, "I was two hundred some odd pounds, and now I've dropped a hundred, and then they've dropped it from like making like Skittles water." <laughs> we've been putting we've been putting Skittles and, and Jolly Ranchers in the bottom of drug cups forever, man. It's just. It's always going to tie back to the blacks. So, right. I mean, you know, we are <laughs> we are the... At, um, at first, I thought you were just talking about, like, they just putting, like, a different flavors of meal, but... No. They just, they just making juice? Niggas love juice. Right. Exactly. We are the original people, but... um, Niggas love juice. 
like for a fact. And on that note, but no, uh, we <laughs> this this episode is definitely gone by quickly. I don't know, I'm just having too much fun. We talk, we, I mean, we that talk, we or talk, alcohol. <laughs> facts. We talk like this often, though. No, we do talk about. I we do, do think, talk. I like do this think a lot. we challenge each other. I do mm-hmm. think we we not devil's advocate style, but like mm-hmm. we like to kind of feel like saying something that feels so absolute. I think one of us will try to poke a hole in it. Yes, you did that. Do that to me a couple weekends ago. You kind of just like, in the nicest way, you sort of like just just Decimated. shut it down. Yeah. I was like, I was just like, Decimated. just giving so many opinions that no one wanted to hear, and you were like, and you let me know that, and truly the nicest way to the point where I just kind of started laughing. I was just like, well, yeah, I do need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, Thank you, that's, that's a good joke. <laughs> That's a, that was a well-written joke. I don't remember the joke, but I remember the moment. No, yeah, I remember the moment, too. I don't remember what you said, but I do remember laughing and being like, yeah, I just need to just drink my drink and what close down for? this bar. Hey, if not for that. But no, um, no, entirely. And I'm glad I'm glad we're friends. Under, under the mic, under the mic. There we go. There we go. We're holding hands Christine, for the viewers in, at home. Zoom in, Christine. <laughs> For the viewers at home, we just interlock fingertips. Yes, yes, yes. This is also recorded, so if you watch on YouTube, you can see this moment. Um, but no, okay. So we're coming up on the end of this podcast and the end of this episode. Um, I've very much enjoyed uh, spending this uh, couple hours of like for or uh, whatever this full moon. We'll see what happens. This is my see dream. What comes. I, 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 I don't know. Let's manifest something. Let's see. Let's see, and then we'll know if it happened. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish. No. Um, but no, uh, as we're wrapping everything up and coming to the end, I like to end these episodes um, as like I like to call it like the mantra of the week. Um, mm-hmm. Just like pretty much just like words to get you by. Just like for the people out there, um, I don't know, just something positive just because we, we get into such different subjects. But is there something that, is there a phrase or like, uh, I don't know, is there something, is there something that's stuck with you or that you carry with you yeah, that I you think, say to yourself? Yeah, I think what's that i think earlier this summer like maybe in april or well, i guess not summer but kind of spring i heard um heard just blaze speak just blaze is a hip-hop producer and he was speaking on jay-z at the time and he said jay-z said in some type of session some in some way he said my train's on schedule and I think that's that's something I kind of live by. I've wrote it on my walls. Like, my train's on schedule. Like, things might get delayed. But it's like moving down the track in one way. You know, there's progress mm-hmm. being made. And I think that's important to have as an independent anything. Even if you're not, like, a creator. If you're just someone who's just, like, thugging it out at, at a job. Like, your train's on schedule. Like, things are going to happen for you if you continue to move forward. So mm-hmm. if you try to move forward, then the train's on time. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's that's perfect. That's great, and also okay. I keep going back to astrology, but that's also perfect for this full moon. Um, it really is. It's like I'm rolling my eyes for the people. For people I know that's fine. Eyes. Christine, zoom in on the eye roll. Rolling oh, rolling my eyes, <laughs> kissing my teeth. <laughs> no, uh, no, that's perfect. That's very much the, like what's meant to be will come to you in time. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not the biggest believer in faith, but I do believe like kind of the, the train anomalies. Like if you continue to move forward, you're you're making progress, and mm-hmm. it does feel slow. Things get delayed. Sometimes you get derailed, but you have to keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Which, which is a lot of stressing out the other day because I knew like I was going to push forward, but, like how sometimes it feels insurmountable, insurmountable, yeah. and it's just. Just keep going for it, and 
Oh, and leverage your friendships. <laughs> you got some friends that does something that you need, make them do it. <laughs> Ask them nicely and make them do it. <laughs> make them do, and pay them so like, they do, do it quick. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they do it for free, it's gonna take fucking forever. That's true. Oh my god, I learned that a long time. Yeah, yeah you learned that the hard way, pay, real like, fast. Hire the homies, but pay the homies. Right, pay them. And pay them, yeah, pay them something. Uh, and pay them as well as you can. But no, uh, no, this has been amazing. Well, okay. Uh, thank you, Kwame, thank you so uh, for doing the podcast. I I appreciate you. This has been, uh, I don't know, this is one one for the books. I don't know. It's going to be in the season. I don't fucking know. I'm trying That's to wrap this shit up. Um, so wait, where can people find you? Um, they can find me on Instagram at Swam is Irrelevant. S W A M I S I R R E L E V A N T. I never know if I spelled that right. But Swam is relevant. Um, you can search mascots now on the team on any um, kind of any streaming software, any streaming service. Correct me. Um, but as far as supporting me and buying merch and being able to like me, if you like to financially support me, buying merch helps. You can find my merch in my bio on all my like social media sites. It's going to be right up at the top be very easy to click <laughs> come get it <laughs> okay well on that note this has been uh failure with me kenya lon thank you so much kwame for uh hanging out with me this evening thank you so much um, for having me uh, i guess let's go do another shot but uh yes, yeah that's lit. been failure thank you so much bye <laughs> beautiful It could be worse.